All right, Tony, take it away. Hey, everybody. That's uh, I self-identifies as a Hezbo. How's it going? Welcome to Hesby Street. The things that I want you to know are you're listening to Hesby Street. You must subscribe on <laughs> YouTube, podcast supply app. Oh, we're actually not working with podcast <laughs> supply app anymore. And on uh, Clubhouse. You guys are on Clubhouse, right? No. Had a huge falling out with Clubhouse. <laughs> All right. So uh, just wherever you find Hesby Street uh, things, sub- subscribe. Instagram at Hesby Instagram Street Instagram, the most important of all, because there's clips and reels, videos, in other words, that you can see us talking and listening. Sometimes photos. <laughs> Occasionally photographs, but it's so rare. So here's what you... All right, so the other things, uh, it's me, I'm here, and uh, you also need to know that uh, you have to uh, patronize us on Patreon. Dot com slash Hesby Street. Please. No, no, please. No. Now. Now. <laughs> You're doing great. Yeah. Subscribe, uh, please, now, You're, however you want to hear it. And, so, and sorry, Torio. Oh, and uh, Torio, if you're listening to this, I know you are. I'm sorry about that intro, man. <laughs> uh, he's going to hate it. He's going to take his own life because he edits every pod. Yeah. So he's going to just... He's just going to cut that out. Oh, my God. You guys are both talented. Yeah. Yeah, I'm part. Uh, And despite popular uh, opinion, I am not Italian. Yeah. I get that all the time. That's weird. Yeah, you seem Italian. I seem Italian. My name's Tony. Mm -hmm. Zavala, Catalano, and Chapelloni. It feels like someone (laughs) just like plugged our heritages into a computer that guessed what our names are. Yeah. (laughs) It's like we all have American first names and like very Euro sounding last names. Well, my name is European. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my God, this checks out. My name is European. Speaking to the mic. It's European, but um, yeah, Tony is like kind of a Europe name. As it well. is kind of one, yeah. It's kind of a Europe name. Yeah, I would say it's 100% <laughs> a Europe name. Yeah. Europe. European. Europe. Europe. <laughs> you gotta pronounce every vowel, otherwise Europe. you're being insensitive. Europe. European. Oh, we're canceled. I think. Yeah, we're we're definitely European because we're canceled. Call us European because we don't care. How we talk. You gotta deal with this. Italy won today. Yeah, we've been watching the Euro definitely. 2020 in 2021. Yeah, it's still called Euro 2020. Really? Yeah, yeah, they they're so behind the manly times. that yeah. they're, they're not, <laughs> not admitting get with the <laughs> that they're times. in the wrong year. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's 2020. <laughs> what did we say? Is there a <laughs> that's fe- what it is? Is there a female no, we euro that's late. like we're gonna be 2021? Like, this is <laughs> crazy. Yeah, this is ridiculous. It's so dumb. Every announcer has to say Euro 2020. Yeah, I haven't noticed that once. It's weird. I guess I just spaced it out. So Italy are in. Mm-hmm. You guys must be so proud. Yeah. Uh, I'm not as Italian as, as I... Like, I'm not that Italian. DNA-wise. I think I'm more Spanish than Italian, but really? I don't know. I've never taken... Catalan, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's the thing. In Spanish, it's Catalan. Right. And in Italian, it's 
Catalano. Yeah, it's probably the person from Catalan. Yeah. There was a guy, a famous architect, who helped design like a lot of the Moorish like forts, mm-hmm. and he was from uh, England. He was like a, a expat or banished, you know, from England, mm-hmm. and he somehow found his way on the shores of North Africa. And his name was, uh, uh, he was like a, a respected architect there. And his name was Ahmed Niglezi, which is like Ahmed the English. They're like, we're going to call you Ahmed. Mm-hmm. And your last name's the English guy. <laughs> so it's like a famous like architect that helped design the forts and castles. That's fine. Yeah. We watched um, the Truman Show oh, yeah. on 4th of July. Um, Classic. Yeah, his name is Truman uh, Burbank. Because, like, the world that he's in is built, like, right over Burbank and, like, North Hollywood is, like, right where Hesby Street was. Really? Yeah. Where, how, do you, how do you know that? They showed a map. Oh. Yeah. They, they kind of, like, zoom out of this big soundstage and it's just, like, encompassed almost the entire San Fernando Valley. So we could be Hesby Street as seen on the Truman Show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey's been on Hesby Street. Yeah. If you think about it. You really got to think about it. <laughs> like, you have to imagine an artificial neighborhood. Follow me on this logical journey. <laughs> yeah, now we got to cheer for England tomorrow. That's right. It's coming home. You're cheering for England? I'll cheer for England. I really, um, I'm not a huge soccer fan or, or like my family isn't. I guess the Moroccans are. Mm-hmm. My Moroccan cousins, they like Barcelona. Uh and uh, this Moroccan team called uh, uh, We Dead. We Dead. We Dead. There's We Dead and there's Raja, and they do not. They're like the Bloods and the Crips. Mm-hmm. So I jokingly be like Raja. They're like, hey, 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 hey. No, 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 no not here. No, we're We Dead. Do they come together though and play for the national team? Um, I don't think they qualify. They might not be good enough. Oh. I think a lot of the Moroccan national, I mean, maybe some of them, but because it's just Casablanca. It's a Casablanca club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the Moroccan national team, a lot of Moroccans are in like Europe. I so watch, uh, yeah. they play for like the, the good clubs. Right. right. I watch AFCON sometimes and I can't remember ever seeing Morocco play. Yeah. It, Af- they hosted it once. Oh, they did? Or, or it was called like the, it wasn't the Super League, but it was something like that um, years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was like a Champions League type of tournament oh, okay so Af- afcon's like the euros but for africa yeah no this was like Barcelona. oh maybe it was afcon that they hosted could be yeah but uh i wonder who's who's well we don't need to talk about this on the pod they're like <laughs> yeah. oh, you guys run down <laughs> like, who's promising in the afcon fast forward <laughs> yeah well they're like play that intro again <laughs> that was fun yeah um yeah, people, but I don't yeah. feel connected to my Italian heritage, so I'll cheer for, like, England. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, if Morocco was in some sort of thing, I feel like I'd cheer for them. Yeah. But uh, Italy, I've never been. I don't I don't really know, like, Italians in my family. They're all, like, you know, Americanized. Um, but, like, Morocco, it's, like, it's weird. You know, I have, like, my DNA came out to a little more Moroccan than anything else. Mm-hmm. And my mom is convinced that like DNA, which it could be true, but like we're not born with it. Like it's malleable. Like our developmental years can, can uh, shift like the tiny percentage of what genes like hang on. And it sounds, you know, it's like some out there voodoo bullshit, but uh, 
Yeah, since which is what I call any of my mom's opinions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it sounds completely antithetical to the idea of what DNA is. Totally. Yeah. It's like you just have it. Yeah. It's not. It's not nurture. Right. It's nature, boy. I mean, uh, I can say that, but like. There's mutations, right? Yeah. There's a, that's a thing. Yeah. You're a mutant. Do genes mutate? But that would, that genes would mean, do mutate. So DNA is... All right, here's where we're going to DNA go. is deoxyribonucleic acid. Correct. One point. Okay. Uh, true or false, DNA mutates. DNA is deoxyribonucleic <laughs> acid. I'd say true. I think it mutates. Yeah. Because I'm a big X-Men Ninja Turtles guy. <laughs> And those can't be based on nothing. Right. But they need to like a I think you do need some waste. sort of ooze. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. you need a secretive ooze. Right. So that's what your mom meant. Yeah. She was like, maybe they, you have like secret of the ooze. <laughs> you ever see that Ninja Turtles 2? Yeah. Secret of the ooze? Yeah. Classic. Roth was very witty. And Master Splinter would punish them by making them do backflips against a wall. I he'd be like, he'd go, boys. Yeah. But they're like, be like fighting or roughhousing. Hey, to the wall. Ten black back flips. Ten gainer flips. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd just be like, oh, man. Yeah. And then they go and they just perfectly flip. Growing like, up, were you like, I wish someone would discipline me? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, I guess, <laughs> like, not until I hit puberty. <laughs> Well, I guess that was a different kind of discipline. So I feel like that's in like a lot of like little kids' movies is like discipline. Yeah, especially we grew up with like three ninjas. Yep, mm-hmm. boys. Uh, yeah, Karate uh, Kid is just kid. like yeah. There's a little part like when we would like play pretend, like me and my cousins. Yeah, we'd like pretend we we're like in a strict orphanage. Like our parents were dead. It was just like stuff that we just saw in movies. Right. That I remember like pl- like pretending that. You were coming from nothing. Yeah, we were like, we got to run away from this bad orphanage. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess we'd like borrow movie plots. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah. I mean, I think I did crave a little discipline. Well, I would think about manners, and my family wasn't mm-hmm. like a manners family, like elbows off the table, chew with your mouth closed. Right. I learned that from other people's yeah. families, and then I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Like, you have chores. You know, but like my family, like we did stuff, but we didn't like call it chores, mm-hmm. you know, just like, hey, can you empty the dishwasher? Or like, can you sweep the driveway? But I'd be like, oh, I got to do my chores. Mm. You know, it was like yeah. I was like forcing this language into our home because to me, that was like the American upbringing. And I would say sir and ma'am. And my parents would be like, dude, let's stop doing that. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw it on like leave it to beaver or something or yeah. like happy days. Um. Nick and Knight really taught me how to be a man. How impersonal, though. Call your mom ma'am. Oh, I called her sir. It took me a while to catch <laughs> on to the rules. <laughs> Did I tell you about we got in a cab and there was a guy that just thought sir meant like a sign of respect? Sweet old old Indian Aww. guy. And he kept calling Elizabeth sir the mm-hmm. whole way home. She was kind of like, does he think I'm ma'am? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she would go even higher pitch than she normally yeah. talked. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like right up here. <laughs> oh, please guide me, sir. <laughs> That's what he would say. Yeah. Thank you, sir. I wish I could uh, call ladies sir. Cause, uh, you can. No, because sometimes, uh, you know, when did you have like service or something like a server or a bartender or whatever, you know, I usually say thank you, sir. You know, me too. Give us yeah. But it's not cool to like call a lady ma'am. No. You say thank you, ma'am. 
Remember that beer? Doesn't right. We say you're supposed to say in my hospitality experience. Yeah, Miss. Thank you, Miss. I can help you right here, Miss. Because you say yeah. ma'am, and they go, don't call me. Am I really a ma'am? And you're yeah. like, dude, I mean fucking lady right there. Right. You know? <laughs> like no one's thinking age. Uh, you're just thinking sir, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked at one of the uh, salad lunch places I worked at. You'd call the customer up. I can help you right here, sir, or I can help you right here, miss. Uh, and there were two instances where it was a, a like a lesbian woman who looked very masculine. Mm-hmm. And one... Uh, Oh, never mind. One was not lesbian. She was just a woman who happened to look masculine. So this guy went, I can help you right here, sir. And she went, why does everyone keep calling me, sir? And she stormed out and he was like, ran out to be like, can I just please come back and I'll I'll make you a salad for free. Like, I feel terrible about it. And she's like, no, it's okay. And just just ran away. But then there was this other lady who would always come in who was like a lesbian and kind of like growing out her like little mustache a little bit. Mm. And she would always wear a suit. And uh, I... I, the person working next to me is like, I can help you right here, sir. And I looked and I was like, and I saw her go, all right. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that, one, that one turned out a little better. <laughs> yeah, I bet they don't even, like in San Francisco, they probably don't teach that anymore. Oh, to yeah. To say that, yeah. they're just like, don't say anything. Dude, I mean, now it's like, you, you may be fired. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, a skating group that Elizabeth used to belong to when she had more free time called Girl Swirl. And they're based out on the west side, like Santa Monica, Venice. And it just started as a group of girls that like want to skateboard. And they're like empowering women. Like, let's meet up. Let's skate it like in the early evening and into the night. And we'll skate together. So we're not afraid of like, you know, guys coming up next to you and like wanting to hook up or, you know, try to like harass you. And uh, so she loved it. It was like, this is really cool, and I feel, like, so empowered, and this is such a cool, like, women's thing. And now they're in trouble for, like, their gender-charged language for being called girl swirl. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess they tried to – there might be other stuff involved, but I think they made one of those, like, generic, like, queer-friendly posts of, like, we stand with all, you know, people, all genders. And, and then that whole community is like, this scene's fake, this post. You haven't shown us – love and and respect and i've heard some horror stories but then someone wrote you could at least apologize and i'm like reading through the comments like what did they do Uh and then someone wrote well for starters you could change the name take out the girl and girl swirl and just be swirl but it's like it started as a group for women like you know what i mean like it's not i don't think it's again i'm a guy but it doesn't feel exclusive for a women's group to like the idea originated as a safe spot for women. And now that they're expanding their belief and acceptance and understanding of gender, yeah. do they have to change the name that they started with? You know, do you think they should? I mean, I don't think so, but yeah, I know people can be like really sensitive about it as long as they're not like rejecting people who want to join. Like, right. and I don't think they would. If there if, are like, I know there. if they're like Elizabeth, like if a boy wanted to join, they'd be like, sure. If you want to feel safe with us, yeah. Or if uh, whatever, yeah. However you identify, and if you want a safe space, yeah. And if you're like, I don't think the name is the problem. I think it's like how you accept people into the group i agree 100 percent. like changing the name uh doesn't feel necessary i don't i don't think it implies exclusion i think it's more like a group for the group that doesn't have a group 
you know what i mean like skating is like there's like very like male kind of charged mm-hmm. culture like i think like i don't know girl scouts do they get in trouble for calling themselves girl scouts Ooh, i wonder if they changed or boy scouts yeah like because i know girls are allowed in boy scouts yeah. i think boys are allowed in girl scouts yeah so it's like whatever you identify as yeah Cub Scouts is what you do before you're a Boy Scout. I think it's called Cub Scouts. Mm-hmm. But what about White Sox Scouts? But I think like, <laughs> <laughs> I think as like groups or or newer groups are formed, it'll probably become like not a gender exclusive name. Yeah, it just sucks because Girl Swirl is catchy. Right. Yeah. Swirl. Swirl, Swirl sounds kind of gross and like oddly sexual and like offensive. What? Yeah, I don't like <laughs> Swirl. Like it reminds swirl. me of like an alcoholic drink that sounds yummy. What alcoholic drink has the word swirl in it? There's one in like San Jose where it's like a <laughs> it's like a frosé okay. swirl, yeah, you know, slushy. It'll okay. fuck you up. It's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's pretty girly. It doesn't have the word girl in it. Yeah, I guess they could go with person. Torsion. Torsion? Torsion. Like contortion? Swirling? No, I think torsion is like twisting. Oh. Torsion. Yeah. Person torsion. Yeah, what rhymes with person that would uh person cursin. Person cursin. Yeah. So we say fuck you, but like the you the you is really no one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Please join person cursin. Yeah, I remember like just like cult. There are cultures, you know, that like punk rock scene and like rap kind of had that energy of like "fuck you, we're the youth." Mm-hmm. And I remember being younger, being like, "How much further can we go?" Like, you know what I mean? We've already been like spit at you, "fuck you." Like, how much worse and like more "fuck you" can you get? And the answer is not. It's the it's, we're swinging back the other way. Yeah. The the yeah. pendulum we push so hard that way is coming back for us, and it's gonna fucking wipe us all out generations do that though right like kind of go against uh the grain yeah yeah and the grain before i guess was like uh <laughs> fucking being mean to everybody right <laughs> roasting yeah roast battles yeah but people are still mean that's the thing like people can can want to like act like they're for like the advancement of a gender you know, of like a misrepresented like women or trans, mm. but they can also still be rude. Like they're rude to women, and like, yeah, it's. Are I you just talking like, about Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I am. I didn't want to dance around this. Um, no, I just think it's hard to like. Whatever happened to judging people on individuals? Like every category, we keep picking a category, and every category has shitheads that fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, just fuck shitheads. I think that's my motto. Fuck shitheads. I think that's the goal, is to be like, we can judge everyone as an individual, but too many people still have, like, prejudices to Mm, the point where it's like, we need equality before we can start judging individuals. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately. Because that's the... The ideal is like, oh, you're a a dickhead, but it doesn't matter how you are. Because you're white. (laughs) Yeah, but it doesn't matter like uh, every uh, like demographic thing about you. But there's still so much inequality for uh, race and gender. Yeah. 
So what do we do about that? <laughs> yeah, Tony? let's solve it. Um, Are you okay with solving it on the uh, I think we regular should, episode? Yeah, I think we should do it on the Patreon. Okay. Solve mm. social justice. Yeah, tune in. We're going to solve it. Yeah, okay. Definitely. I guess you guys are going to have to, yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry, regular fans. Yeah. But if you uh, support social justice and you want to hear about it, just uh, send, be a Patreon of three Italian people. Yeah, we're going to figure this thing the fuck <laughs> out, huh? Yeah. I'll, I'll identify as Italian for the purpose of this. Are you not any part Italian? No, the name Zavala is a Basque name of origin. But a lot of uh, conquistadors, I guess, were Basque because it's very common in Mexico. Damn, so you were like, you're the descendant of like actual rapists. <laughs> I guess. Isn't everybody? Like, yeah, that's like most. most I'm uh, probably not. European Americans. Yeah, okay. I, I, by rapist, I guess, yeah, everyone is a descendant of rapists. <laughs> Take that back. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I guess conquistadors. But conquistadors raped raped native tribes. They were pretty bad. <laughs> like, they, they made a race. Yeah. That the name comes from being the product of rape. Like, mestizo. Mestizo, Mestizo. Yeah. yeah. That just means your people really had an unfair pregnancy. Uh, mm. Yeah, I don't think that was the idea behind the name. But <laughs> what did it mean? Mestizo? I don't know. I think It means like, half native, half conquistador. Right. So I guess you can make some <laughs> logical assumptions. The same way Jim unless, Carrey was unless, on Hesby Street. Unless you... Mestizo means... Well, no, let's go back to the topic that we're discussing here yeah. before we try to loop in the Truman Show <laughs> paradox. Yeah. Um, uh, like, I remember, I wonder if, if they pushed the, like, oh, it's love agenda earlier than the movie Pocahontas on Disney. You know, like, John Smith and Pocahontas, they didn't fall in love. I don't know anything about the real Pocahontas and real John Smith. Oh, yeah. Are they real people? Yeah, they're real. Yeah. But they nothing like like the movie. (laughs) Yeah. I I think she was like a trading token, which is like pretty traditional as far as like tribes go. It's like I'm giving you the grace and the most respect I can give you. It's almost like a peace offering. Like here's my eldest daughter. It's how like kingdoms worked back in the day, right? Like my princess will marry you and we'll end the war between our tribes or whatever. Yeah, that's the one universal across human civilization is that uh, women are not <laughs> respected as people they're well, just used as trading tokens well it's, it depends on how you frame it because i would say the women uh grant the most peace right yeah they this can. woman is like more <laughs> sacred than an olive branch yeah take her uh-huh. and we all get to live i mean you want to talk about objective i was born Did in the she? wrong time man. <laughs> <laughs> i was born in the wrong time yeah yeah, um, I have, like, family members that, you know, in Morocco, like, married off as, like, a family contract. Mm-hmm. And I think they believe that, uh, at least to some extent, that there is, like, beauty in that. Beauty in, like, uh, not just a marriage out of love, but a marriage out of an agreement between families. Like, it's a, you know, like, some people see marriage as here as, like, the crazy, like, you, me, in a relationship with God, right? Which is, like, is God in our marriage? You know, a lot of people do that. Yes. There, it's more like uh, my family and your family are coming together mm-hmm. with like these two prized children of ours. 
um, which doesn't seem fair, I think, from our perspective, right? Because, like, out here we believe you marry out of love. It's between the two of you. No one else should matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I think people do believe there's something to be said about uh, families coming together, you know, and, like, the marriage being, like, the spit handshake mm-hmm. of a family becoming one family. But didn't they, like, also marry into their same family? So Who's like, they? Like, people back in the olden Royal days would just, sure. like, marry oh. their own. Like, they wouldn't be allowed to marry outside of their family, so they're just marrying family. And Dude. Like, now we're a bigger one yeah. family. I hate to say it, but uh, it's not just old days. My family now. <laughs> <laughs> not kidding. <laughs> they get some uh, keep it in the tribe. Not a lot of branches, <laughs> certain parts of my family. Yeah, like more of like a bamboo. <laughs> it's, like a, <laughs> it's like a palm tree, really. Yeah. But probably like... Or does DNA mutate? Yes. <laughs> Quite often. So like me finding out my, my grandpa and grandma are siblings, I'm like, I'm an X-Men? <laughs> No, uh, yeah, no, it's, it happens in my family. My grandma constantly pushed on me that, like, when I hit my teenage years, she was wanted to take me to Morocco to marry a cousin. Uh, and my mom was like, no, like, we're not even teaching you what she's saying anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, language barriers Learn going up English. right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she really wanted to do that. And uh, I have an aunt who married... Uh, her when i was in morocco i was at their wedding she married like a somewhat distant cousin i actually maybe first cousin uh and they have a daughter who's like healthy and fine and like probably the the brightest child in our family which hurts but uh it's seen as a respectful no i think i totally understand like how it is like sometimes necessary it's like sort of like just to keep the wealth in your family yeah and like you it's hard to like trust people yes. outside of your family. Yes. So it's like, we're not going to give you away to like those people, Absolutely. <laughs> which is like probably a form of racism, but it's like, it makes sense. I right. want to be safe. The intent is protection. Right. Yeah. Um, I actually have a cousin who fell in love with a woman in Morocco and he was getting ready. I think he was going to school in France. Like, you know, he, he's like a smart finance guy. And, and, uh, they, he wanted to marry her, and her dad said no. He forbid it because they aren't closely related enough. Like, he's this guy isn't from our tribe. Mm-hmm. But it's like he's from our zip code. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? like, and they, they called it off. She couldn't do it, mm. which was like it broke my heart. Like, love Romeo and Juliet. didn't win. I know. And uh, I think now he's married with, with another woman, and they have kids. And he seems very he's happy. He's so sad. He seems very happy. But I wonder if part of him must wonder, yeah. Yeah, maybe we should uh, spark that uh, curiosity in him. Let's should we get the Hezbos to break up rally his, uh, marriage? To rally and just send hate mail to that evil temptress? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even do anything wrong. She just yeah. fell in love with him second. <laughs> yeah, she's like from Hezbi Street. She's like, who's this? That's no Hezbi Street. Um. Yeah, if I started getting random hate mail, I would. Uh, I might, I might consider listening to it. And meeting their demands. Hmm. Would you? I don't know if I got random hate mail from note to self. some podcast. For that I real, never 
You changed Emily's your ways? Start, Emily's about to start cooking up some burner accounts. Well, when you, I mean, you, let's say you get... Uh, hey, this person, real person baseball fan. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Yeah. Uh, let's just say you got inundated with uh, thousands of uh, emails and some letters uh, of hate mail. What kind of hate? Asking you to... Uh, saying that you broke apart of love. Oh. And asking you to leave who you're with. Not asking, demanding. Yeah. I feel like so it would just make our love that much hotter. It's yeah. Like the world forbids it. And mm-hmm. here we are still loving each other. Right. That's that like be a good more argument. passionate. But I'd probably be like, uh, honey, do you know anything about this hate mail <laughs> that I'm getting? Does this ring no. any bell for you? <laughs> yeah, I'd probably go to uh, the person and say, what's going on with this? Why is everyone hate mail? Yeah, that seems like a reasonable reaction, Tony, <laughs> to hate mail, <laughs> to unexpected hate mail. Let me get this straight. So you receive hate mail out of yeah, the blue, right? and your reaction <laughs> to the shock of many <laughs> is, what's going on? Why does this person hate me? Yeah. You are one of one. But I would, uh, I'd probably just listen to it. And, and, and abide by it. I would meet their demands. I wouldn't be a good negotiator. Emily, so you know how strong Tony's love for you is. He's one hate mail letter away. Several. Oh, several. So, like how many? Twelve? <laughs> At least a couple dozen. So Emily will couple never have dozen. to break up with you directly. She just has to make 24 I'll ghost just ask accounts. Mm-hmm. 24 fans to send you. They can't just be all email. At least a couple letters. But email plus letters. So now she's going to have to like write with the other hand. Yeah. So that it looks like... Uh, what if they weren't like hate as much as they were just like, Tony, you need to vacuum more. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. Like, what the hell, man? You never do chores. Mm-hmm. You don't know how good you got it with her. I would say mm-hmm. I was raised in a non-disciplined household. I don't do chores. Do you ever jump I in? if someone, Some people say like maybe mean shit to you, right? Like because you have like hell of, hell of viewers and followers, right? Sometimes people say disrespectful things. Um, yeah. Did, comments and does stuff tony or? ever jump in and go hey now you better watch it no not once <laughs> tony mm-hmm. you know who does though is a uh, uh, john smolensky does he yeah oh fuck yeah, yeah john he has yeah. my back dude so john. john if you're single <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I, I will be soon so. yeah. oh yeah some... she's a few hate mail letters away from being <laughs> all freed up yeah john just send me some mail <laughs> DMA for the address. That's dope that he comes to your age. No, is when is when I posted like my vaccine or whatever, and some crazy lady was like, oh, "I yeah. gotta unfollow you now." He like commented on hers and was like, "What are you even talking about?" That's so, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and um, my brother and a bunch of people. Yeah, he 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 actually hasn't come to my aid, but he has told me, um, "Hesby Street's better without me." A lot, a lot. <laughs> like he'll email this. I'm like, dude, this is, I see you copy and pasted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's three in the morning. Like, stop. Um, but that's cool mm-hmm. that he that he supports you. He's really smart. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah, he's he knows definitely what res- he's talking about. No, he's yeah. resourceful for mm-hmm. like a listener. He actually once uh, delivered a horse's head into my bed. Wow! I mm-hmm. climbed into bed. I was like, that was a good day. Nobody. Nobody. Okay. Which I can only deduce from my, you know, I've seen Godfather twice. Mm-hmm. Um, that he wants to kill me or something. Yeah. Which is, it's cool that he supports some of us. Because for me, he said, uh, he texted me, which I didn't I ever gave him my number. Elizabeth getting out of the car and walking into work. 
Wow. And he, and he wrote, happy life, ha- happy wife, happy life, eh? I mean, he's committing, like, a lot of time and energy towards you. It's so cool. So it's, like, yeah, it's really cool. It's, I would say he's my first fan, <laughs> which is nice. I'm like, look at this. It's like that movie, The Fan. <laughs> it is precisely like Robert De Niro's <laughs> character in The Fan. Wait, I've never seen it. Can you recap it? You haven't seen me? the fan? No. Okay. Okay. But well, in Ro- as Robert De Niro, you gotta. All right. We will end, end it with the banger. We'll end it with this banger. Uh, okay. So the fan is uh, it's Wesley Snipes is basically Barry Bonds. Okay. He's a star baseball player for the San Francisco. Giants. My favorite baseball player of all time. Flashy earring, mm-hmm. not doing steroids, like verb, like the mm-hmm. perfect Barry Barry Bonds yeah. impression. And so he's riding around being like, I'm a superstar, baby. I'm the biggest thing in the world, you know? And then um, his manager is John Leguizamo, who's like, I'm fucking flabbergasted that you didn't fucking do this. That's my John Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. It's not very good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they're cruising around, living life. And Robert De Niro's, I think, a knife salesman. He's some sort of, like, traveling salesman that's in his van driving across the Bay Bridge. And the radio's like, the Giants are looking promising this year. And he's like, you fucking shit. The Giants are fucking, they're going to make it all their way, baby. And he's calling into the radio station. He's got like a bobblehead. Like he's a fanatic. And then his job is falling apart. He goes to see his kid. And I think maybe the kid's mom isn't happy with him or something. And he's trying to prove that he can be a decent dad. And, and then you realize he's crazy. And he's, he can't land a knife sale. And he's in a, in a shitty motel and he's throwing knives and there's a cockroach and he like throws a knife into the cockroach's belly. Whoa. And then Wesley Snipes on a rainy day like loses his lucky necklace in the game or his earring. He's like, my necklace, life's going to be a little different. They're like, ah, don't worry about it. And then Robert De Niro starts like wanting to be close with him and talks with him once. He's like, hey, man, all right, good to meet a fan. He's like, my son's your son's age or something. He's like, oh, that's cool. And then uh, he's like, leave me alone now, you know? Mm-hmm. And then Robert De Niro's like, hey, I just picked up your son from school. He's with my son. He's like, how do you have my fucking son? Give me my son back. And he's like, I thought we were friends, you know? Yeah. And he's like, got his knives and shit. Uh, and then it ends in the rain, for sure, because it's like uh-huh. the 90s. So it's like, it was never about the fucking yeah. <laughs> something. I want to say about money, but... Yeah. Uh, there's a rain delay in the game. So he's got plenty of time. There's to... a desperate rain delay, and there's like a guy bringing two kids out, being like, "Do you want to see them again?" Uh, no, it's not in the game, but it ends like near his mansion or something. That's how it ends. No, they like. Uh, I think it, it ends with him like maybe saving his son from like being kidnapped by uh, Robert De Niro, Wesley Snipes' son. Okay. Meanwhile, Robert De Niro's son, I can only imagine, is like. My dad's the weird one, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we had a fun day, but I think dad scares everyone. Um, so, yeah, that's the fan, and that's... And that's also uh, pretty much the... Uh, what's the one where he's a comedian? Or the comedian's comedian? Punchline. I th- no, no, that's... no. Uh... Late night? No. Stand-up? Mm-mm. It's a stand-up term. Live from New York? Comedy. It's like the opposite of Joker. Right. Like Robert De Niro plays the host in Joker, but right. in his... I've that's heard, partially like the reason. Yeah, like the opening reference. act. I remember his name was like Robert Rupert Pupkin. Yeah. Does that help? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I was hoping to end with more of a banger instead of us trailing off trying to remember what right, this movie's want, called. You Where's my, your phone? Don't you have your phone on you? you to, oh, yeah. Everyone's yeah. got a phone now. Well, let me do my uh, Robert De Niro in the fan impression. Oh, yeah. Okay. You might have done it better than me. No, well, just not, I'm not going to recap. I'm just going to do my impression of Robert De Niro. In the fan. In the fan. Okay. I'm a pretty big fan. Street like the podcast. I don't know about the podcast. Yeah, all right, guys, that is the most satisfying oh ending we can sorry, provide. Sorry, For all the people that knew it, I'm sorry. Good on you. <laughs>